Hey everyone, welcome back to Abilities Unleashed. Um, I would like to welcome with we have with us today very special guests. Um, one of my fellow bike for high riders, Morris Beta. And Hello, we everybody. Have, uh, and we have today also an extra special guest, Shoshana Jacobs, who is the co-founder of the organization called The Next Step. And because Morris and I are cyclists together, we um, wanted to hear a little bit about their they have a bike ride as well, I believe, uh, called The Next Ride. Is that correct? Yes. And I wanted, yes, so I wanted to talk a little bit about The Next Ride and hear about Morris's uh, experience and Morris and, and riding in it and hear about the organization. So, Shoshana, let's start with you. Um, tell us a little bit about The Next Step. What, are, what, is it, uh, what does it do? What are the causes? What are the programs, et cetera? Thank you, JJ, for this opportunity. Um, the next step is the only organization in Israel that was founded to support adults and children suffering from limb loss. Israel has close to 1,000 new amputees every year. Many of them are diabetic elderly patients, but a large majority are patients that have lost a limb through service for the country, terror attacks. Um, cancer, accidents, and the next step was established out of a void. For many amputees before the next step, there was no organization to help them with their medical needs. There are wonderful, many wonderful organizations in Israel that were supporting them, but there was no organization that was specific about their amputation, that was specifically there to help them, to lobby for them, to advocate for them, help them get the best prosthetic legs possible. Israel is a country that is, um, has socialized medicine, and as we all know with socialized healthcare, it could be really good, but it could also be really bad if you fall between the cracks. And prosthetics is just one of the areas where the amputees were just not getting the medical care they deserved. And the next step was established to fill that void. That's to amazing. Date we've, That's awesome. Thank you. To date, we've serviced close to 6,000 patients. We hosted our first amputee conference in Israel this past year with 400 attendees from all over the country, many amputees that have never met one another before. And for me to be able to see these amputees have a community and have the support that they deserve was just an amazing moment and made me realize why all the hard work that we go through every day to make sure that the organization is success is just so worthwhile to see their smiles, to see their happy faces, to see them get the care that they deserve. It's just an overwhelming experience and one that I'm very proud to be a part of. That's awesome. I can, as a, as a, as you guys know, as my, as our listeners know, I'm, I'm an amputee and I can really, I can really relate to that cause. That's really awesome. Uh, or I was going to ask you that, are, are a lot of them soldiers or a lot, or just, there's a lot of just a bunch of everyone really, a lot of different kinds there's of There's a nice amount of portions, but a nice amount of soldiers, but it's everybody, everyone, yeah. diabetic patients, cancer patients, children that are born missing limbs terror victims right wow there's no there's no one specific mold here it's right right today um that's awesome that's great um is there any is there any cost to the individual like in the 
process of getting a prosthetic or how and what's the like support like from you guys there's no cost whatsoever oh that's all there's that's no awesome. cost obviously oh. what that's awesome that's wonderful obviously we can't help every single patient get a prosthetic leg and while you know, we'd love to. Um, no, it's not yeah, something that any organization is set up for, but we do look for the patients that are obviously the most needy. Right. The most needy, the patients that um, can't receive um, the proper fitting prosthetic in Israel. Um, financially, the patients that deserve it. But every single patient is helped by the organization, every single patient that needs help, whether it's social worker meeting them at the hospital by the beginning of their amputation, whether it's a visitor from a peer, a peer, support, peer support visitor, whether it's through a conference, through our surfing club, through our rock climbing club, through our cycling team that we have in Israel that's just composed of amputees, through our amputee soccer team that we have recently created. There's so many opportunities, whether it's advocacy, whether it's help finding the right prosthetist, whether it's help finding the right rehab, whatever help they need, we are there for them 100% holding their hands through this journey. All right. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I was, I was, yeah, I was more asking about that. Like, is there, I was just, I was, are you just helping from the financial side of the getting a leg itself or are you going to the hospitals and meeting them? Which is, that's amazing. That's awesome. That's, that's really cool. Um, what's the, the average cost to you guys for like a, to get a limb for these people? Cause I know in America it's like a whole different kind of price. Like the whole insurance thing is weird and, we get like it's a crazy amount of money for us. Um, the pricing is the same because we actually bring our patients to the states. For those patients that can't be fitted in Israel, we bring them to the states. So we're looking at the same dollar price tag that Americans are looking at for oh, wow. a patient that has lost their leg above the knee. So we're talking about a microprocessor knee. Um, to be able to give them the proper movement in their knee, they can walk up and down steps again. We're looking at you know seventy five thousand dollars or more. Right. Yeah. I was thinking. I have the I have the C leg four, which is um okay. one, of, one of the yeah. newer microprocessor needs. Probably it's close to ninety five thousand. Somewhere somewhere around a little around eighty five ninety thousand. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which is I, unbelievable. We just we just brought a patient in actually from Israel. Um, it's a I'll tell you the story very quickly. Um, a young mother. She was diagnosed with cancer at a young age, and she lost her leg. And she went on, she built, she started a family. Um, and soon after her son was born, she was holding her son one day and the prosthetic leg that she got in Israel broke and she dropped oh. the baby. Oh my goodness. And she said to herself, I will never hold this baby again standing. I won't do this. I'm not going to endanger his life. And it, right. hearing that makes you, it really makes you cry. And as a mother of six children of my own, I can't fathom how a mother cannot be able to hold her child because she doesn't have a proper fitting prosthetic leg. Yes, we cannot give her back her leg, but we could give her the best prosthetic leg out there. Well, right, right. six weeks wow. ago, she came to America and was equipped with the best microprocessor knee out there and the best leg out there for her so that she can hold her baby. Forget everything else that she could do but for the basic fact that she can now hold her baby. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. That's amazing. That's really Thank awesome. Thank God we were able to help her. 
that's awesome. Yeah. Um, what else? I wanted to look at this information here. What? Um, yeah, I actually just started uh, following um, this amputee soccer uh, thing. I, I saw you guys on Instagram. I started seeing pictures, and I actually it was it was really cool to me. What? Um, it's like a whole league that you guys have for all these amputees and stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. Really cool. That's amazing. And they're planning on going to the amputee football competition in Krakow, 2020. Oh, nice. You know, for many of these amputees, they had a life beforehand. They had a life. It wasn't necessarily a, a sporty life. It wasn't necessarily a very physical life. But they had beautiful lives before they became amputees. And the fact now that they not only are they managing through, their, through post-amputation, but that they're embracing their new lives. They're making a terrific new life for themselves. They're having a new lease on life. It's just... It's amazing to see it, and I've gotten to know many amputees over the course of the, you know, the, the establishment of the organization and the establishment of the next ride, and every single time I meet a new amputee, I'm more and more amazed. It's like meeting a new amputee over and over and over again because their stories are so different. They're so unique, but they're all the same. They're all stories of courage and not being stopped by their limitations. Right, yeah. No, I certainly can uh, I certainly can relate to that. It's a lot it's a lot to overcome, it's a lot to uh go through. But for myself, I could say I I I did have, you know, some I did have like you said, I had a life before I was an amputee. I was a regular kid. I wasn't I wasn't as active as I I I wasn't nearly as active actually as I am now. Just a lot of it is because I'm an amputee like oh so what can i do now that i have a prosthetic or what can i do now that that's different but i could still you know that's what really got me into cycling that's one of the reasons i i do bike for high had i not been an amputee i don't know if i would have done bike for high <laughs> but it really uh you know it got me it got me into a lot of uh, a lot of more activities than i would have had and it's a lot life life can be a lot more beautiful even after after such a such an event such a thing happens to a person i think you appreciate life a lot more that's for sure Certainly do, yes. Absolutely. Definitely. Uh, so tell us about the next ride. Let's get into that a little bit. What, um, what started it and what, uh, and what kind of, uh, like, what's the ride? What kind of route is it? What's the, the little details about the ride, if you can? Sure. The next ride started, um, it's now four years. Actually, one of the amputees that we had brought to the States to help out was a man by the name of Ofer Stahl. He was head of security for Alal in Italy when he was in a hit-and-run uh, motorcycle accident. He lost his leg at the time, and he became an avid cyclist. He worked for Etgarim, which is an organization in Israel that works with a lot of handicapped cyclists. And he was his passion for cycling and sports in general was just something incredible. Um, when he came to, when he came for the first time to get fitted in prosthetic innovations in Philadelphia, he brought his bike with him from Israel, and he would go every day to his prosthetic fittings using his bike. Um, and he kind of mentioned the idea of, you know, something, doing something with cycling, nothing more than that. And a lot of research was done. We put this effort into it, and we realized that there was an opportunity here to create a fundraiser for the next step. And the next ride is the sole main fundraiser for the next step. 
and oh, wow. it was created specifically to help amputees. Nothing more. It's it's just there so that we can help amputees. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing ride because the same time that you're riding, you're raising funds, but you're also raising awareness. When you're ready to give up by mile 75 and you just can't do it anymore, it's just it's hot, it's hot right? We're on mile 75, 6,000 feet of elevation, and you're about to give up. But then you look at the guy next to you who's an amputee, and he's still pulling through, and he's not giving up. How could you give up? And the tangible moment is with you the entire time. It's not like there's a finish line waiting for you. It's not like there's a ceremony at the end. Those tangible moments are with you from the second you get onto that bike, from riding with the amputees side by side, from knowing that the money that you are raising is going directly to buy a prosthetic leg for an amputee, it's just, it's a very humbling experience. Right. Well, uh, it's all a beautiful it could even country. Be, could even be the guy riding next to you, your bike. <laughs> Right. It that's usually awesome. is, exactly. Right, yeah, exactly. It's, well, it's awesome. not a competitive ride. There's no race to be the first at the finish line. I said the, the finish line is with you the entire time. It's the amputees that you're supporting, but more likely that they're supporting you. Right, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's uh, Morris. He's still with us. You here? Yep, I'm here. Yeah, so did you, um, you rode the next ride last year? When was... No, I never rode it before. Um, never, oh, you I haven't found rode it I'm sorry? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. No, I didn't ride before. Uh, one of my friends uh, has ridden it a couple of times, Stephen Mattis, uh, and he introduced me to the organization. Uh, back in, it was May or early June, there was a reunion ride uh, in, in New York, in Brooklyn. We went out to Point Lookout and back, and that's how I really uh, found out about it. Um, and I did, uh, I, I said I wasn't going to be involved just because I was doing the bike for high and the fundraising for that. Uh, and after I finished bike for high, um, I felt very good. I felt very good helping people, raising money, uh, you know, getting to the finish line, uh, seeing the, the, the look on the children's faces. Uh, and I said, you know what? I, I enjoyed helping. So, uh, a couple of days after the after the ride, Shoshana sends me a text message. She said that uh, we held a spot for you for the ride because it was sold out. Oh, wow. And I said, you know what? Um, I think I'm in. I, you know, I was a little hesitant again. You know, the raising money is uh, you know not an easy thing to do. Uh, but you know what? I w- meeting one of the amputees back in May when they had the reunion ride, and then you know speaking to Stephen Mattis, and then. Uh, someone else, uh, Stephen Shamish, who I know well and is very involved in the organization. Uh, and I just said, you know what? I'm in. I want to do it. I'm going to whatever I'm going to do. I didn't even ask for days off of work. I booked everything. And then afterwards, I went over to my boss and said, listen, I'm taking a few days off. He says, okay, no problem. <laughs> right. Nice. <laughs> so it's sometimes better to ask for forgiveness than permission, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hear well, we're you. very lucky that Morris is joining us because I don't know, um, you know, how well you know Morris, but Morris is just the most generous, kind-hearted individual that makes everybody feel so good about themselves and adds so much to a ride, so much camaraderie, and so much to a team. And we're just so lucky that Morris is joining us. 
So awesome. Well, thank you. I'm lucky to be, um, I'm happy to be part of the organization, to, you know, to do the little bit that I can do to help. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. But we're, uh, um, oh, so it's just uh, another question to Shoshana. Are there a lot of, well, how many amputees are on the ride, actually? You know, do you have, like, 20. 20. Oh, nice. Wow. And how many riders altogether? Um, we will be about 125. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Total. We have a lot of bag riders that actually ride along with um, our Israeli riders, Israeli uh, Cycling Academy, and a lot of Israeli pro riders, and just Peloton leaders, as well as 80 cyclists from the States, and our 20 amputees that actually ride every single Wednesday to be able to uh, train for this. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And um, are there a lot of hand cyclists? How many hand cycles? Just the one. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, wow. Just one. Oh, yeah, I looked into riding a, a regular bike, with, um, the, but the nature of my, of my amputation, my, leg is very, my stump is very short, so the control I would be able to have with the balance is difficult to do. So I, that's how I got really into hand cycling. Mm-hmm. So I stayed with that. But that'd be crazy if I could do that. If I could do that ride, that'd be awesome. Well, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Truly, be an honor for us. It'd be an honor for me. That'd be great. God willing, we'll talk about that a little later. Um, and to <laughs> and to uh, to Morris, what was it like riding when you went to the reunion ride with the? You said you met a couple of amputees there. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, we we rode. I rode out with a bunch of friends. Um, and, you know, it was a really nice day. It was beautiful weather. I uh, rode out to Point Lookout in the lounge and back. Um, I didn't think I was going to make it. <laughs> I had a couple of my friends pushing me. It was the beginning of the you know, cycling season, really. So I wasn't in uh, as good shape as uh, I was for the bike or hike. Uh, but it was really very uh, touching meeting uh, someone who had his prosthetic, I think, on, I believe it was like Thursday, I think he was in Philadelphia to get his new prosthetic, and now he was, you know, riding with us three days later, uh, and it was, it was very nice to, you know, to see uh, the benefits of, of, of what they did for him. And I know right, he right. stayed over, he stayed for the weekend by uh, Stephen Matson's house, uh, and, you know, I was talking to Stephen, and he was, you know, just informing me more and more about the organization. I think he did the right uh, two or three times himself. Oh, wow. Nice. That's cool. And um, Shoshana, how, how tough is the actual route itself? Like, what's the route like? Where Where is it in Israel? Actually, so I should ask first. So, sure. Uh, day one is a. We all we like to stay in the Jerusalem surrounding area, so our cyclists don't have to deal with hotel change and jet lag. Um, so the first day, the first night, actually, I should say, is a warm up ride around Jerusalem, four and a half miles total. It's it's incredible. It's a nighttime ride to see the majestic sights, the old city, riding through. It's just a phenomenal experience. That that's how we're starting off our trip. And really, you know, it's an all to core, you know. Um, Monday, we're going to do a shorter ride. It's going to be 45 miles um, just to give riders a slow ease into riding. Um, you know. Whenever we're looking at a ride in Israel, you could assume it's going to have about 6,000 feet of elevation. <laughs> right. Tuesday we're riding... That's the easy. Uh, Notice you said that's the slow ride. 
Yes. <laughs> exactly. Well, of course, because right? everywhere you turn, but, you got to go up some stairs and, and the hill. But <laughs> there's no competition. Everyone's a winner. And I, I'm telling you, the finish line is with you the entire time. There's no race to be the first. There really isn't. That's the beauty <laughs> right. of it. Right, right. <laughs> Tuesday, we're going to do the Jerusalem Hills. We're looking at about 78 miles. Again, a good six, 7,000 feet of elevation through the Jerusalem forest, through the Jerusalem Hills. Um, Wednesday, we're going to ride down to the Dead Sea, um, head towards Nahal Darja area, climb up Mitsuke Dragot, which is an amazing, amazing, amazing view, but lots of uh, switchbacks to get up there, ride back down, and then back towards uh, Jerusalem. So that's about 82 or 83 miles. I would say you have crazy elevation because of starting off in Jerusalem, going to the lowest place on earth, climbing up to the views, and then back down. Right. Um, but it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And again, there's no pressure, which is, which is really why the riders really enjoy it, because everybody is able to do their pace, and everybody just enjoys it. It's more of a team ride. It's a lot of camaraderie and a lot of feeling good about supporting the amputee next to you. Right. Wow, that's awesome. That's amazing. That's really cool. That is really cool. Uh, one second. How, um, tell us a little bit more. Let me see. Um, oh, so what's the, yeah, what's the, um, what's the fundraising requirements for the, for the next ride? The minimum fundraising is $8,500 per rider. Oh, cool. Right. And how many... How many days of riding is it? I heard you mention a few different stages. How many days is it actually it's riding? Three and a half, because three and the warm-up ride. And the, oh, and you there are there riders enough. that will choose. Yeah, there are riders that will choose to ride themselves Thursday and Friday. Um, we actually do a group trip um, and try to give the riders, um, you know, let them experience Israel too. Right. Oh, that's cool. Not just about the riding. It's a whole. It's a week long trip. It starts on Sunday afternoon and it ends on uh, Matzah Shabbos. So it's a whole. It's a whole week experience. Right. Nice. And when when will it take place this year? When is it? November tenth through the sixteenth. Oh, it's really seven days. One right. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And it's soon. That's awesome. All right. Well, let's. I think we'll wrap it up now. Let's. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for telling us all about the next step and all about the ride. Thank you for inviting us. Yes, thank uh, you for having us. Yeah, sure. And um, yeah, we look forward to uh, hearing more about it. And we wish you luck on November 10th when you start off your start off your flagship event. Thank you. And thank you so much, JJ. All right. Thanks for coming on. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Abilities Unleashed. Stay tuned for more episodes in the future, more interviews, more exciting stuff coming on. Um, we appreciate Shoshana coming and explaining to us about the next step and Morris for coming on and talking about his uh, upcoming experience with the next ride. And we wish him a lot of luck with the ride and wish all the riders a lot of luck. And I wanted to be sure to mention that if you would like to donate, it is thenextride.org, thenextride.org. And the organization, if you just want to donate to the organization itself and look up what they're about, it's thenextstep.org.il. 
Um, they're truly an amazing organization, uh, as was just explained, and it's truly a cause that's dear to my heart, being an amputee, and to see that the, the support that they offer for amputees the way they do is truly, truly an amazing thing, and I appreciate it so much, and I really hope in the future one day to join this ride and to support the next step in some way that I can. Um, I just hope that this show was uh, informative to everyone, to a little glimpse into the world of amputees and what we go through a little bit, and to find out more, obviously. Go back to that website, go to thenextstep.org.il, and check it out. Um, tune in to Abilities Unleashed, talking more about amputations and challenges, etc. Daily living with uh, prosthetics. There's always more of that. And we thank again Shoshana for coming on and talking about it. And if you know somebody that's riding, if you just heard this show and really appreciate the cause now, please go back, go to that website, donate what you can, and we'll see you next time.